Hey there, I'm Amy Sharp, and I created the Alexine Clean story you're just about to experience. And I like to think that her sense of humor straddles the U.S.-Canadian border. Okay, here we go. Brace yourself. Episode 6, Rad Fluid and the Sprinkler Head. I managed to buy an 05 Mazda 3 for 1900 bucks, thanks to my ex-mom-in-law lending me $900. We both know it's doubtful that I'm going to be able to pay her back. Believe me, I do appreciate having such a helpful ex-mom-in-law. She's a well-off therapist with a private practice in the basement of her somewhat butchered Victorian home. That home was picked out of a Sears catalog and built in the late 1800s. I kid you not. The rest of the Mazda money materialized thanks to those two weeks of severance and the remainder of my vacation. Getting fired did have a few perks. This Mazda's been completely rat-bagged. From driving back and forth from BC to Alberta by a guy with two families. At least he's been going the distance to see his daughter from previous relationship. He gets points for that even if he did lie to me about the spongy brakes. Turns out that these threes have ABS that must be calibrated by the dealership. That's a $1,500 repair between the parts and the labor. Ouch. Fuck you, Mazda, and the horse you rode in on. I've just learned to drive with those brakes. It's like driving a car without power brakes like many of us did back in the day. It's not an issue until I get behind the wheel of a car with regular modern brakes like I did in the rental when I went to visit Harvey. I nearly put my face through the windshield the first couple of times. I've always had a special relationship with my cars. They become a home away from home, my home away from home. I've eaten probably half my adult meals in cars. Sad but true. Now I eat on my way from one job to the next, whether it's a clean or the home support work. I'm not proud of the splattered radius of food bits around the driver's seat, I can tell you that. But I can say that often, when I'm waiting in traffic, I use one of my cleaning cloths and an old retired toothbrush to defunkify the area. I am quite pleased with the way I can launch a wad of chewed up gum out the window while driving. I did not get the same result with a chunk of lung butter on the way to work the other day. The blast off seemed fine as did the trajectory. Then, when I got out and shut the door behind me, and I went to lock it, I found a healthy-sized glob stuck on the door handle. Oh, dang. I have to use the key because the fob works only when the ignition sensor is in the right mood to read that the key is out of the ignition. I love that car even though it's got mushy brakes, a CV joint that makes an ungodly sound, and the temperamental fob. Now there's a new mystery dilemma. Oh joy. I have an addiction to loving the underdog. I cannot help it. Growing up with the San Francisco Giants, it runs in my blood. The new dilemma is random overheating. Luckily, it's not too big of a deal to pull over, turn the engine off, and then turn the heater on full blast to help it cool down. The key is to not let it get too hot before turning the engine off. I don't take it on the highway for this reason. I've been able to weasel my way through downtown with this happening plenty of times. When stuck at a light or in traffic, I turn it off and then start it up when traffic moves again. A few times I had a hard time starting it, probably because of the air-fuel mix, but it eventually flashes up and I move along. Now with electric cars, it's not really noticeable when I turn it off. 
People haven't lost their shit with me, except for that one time. Hey, I'm sorry that my problems became your problems for a few moments, buddy. I remember growing up, and one of the Mopar beaters had a short in the steering wheel that caused the horn to go off willy-nilly. My mom would just smile and wave while we kids would hit the deck. That car, or maybe another beater, had a hole in the floorboard where you could see the asphalt flying by if you pulled the mat away. It was a magical portal to another world. Staring at it took you far, far away. In this quest to fix the Mazda, I had the thermostat changed because this is typical sticky thermostat behavior, as well as the sensor and the coolant. What's weird about it is that it hits at random times. I can drive all day, even up to seven days without a hiccup. It warms up and stays bang on right at mid-temperature. Rarely has it bubbled over and it doesn't leak coolant. It will climb up quite quickly and then stop climbing right before it goes all the way into the red. Sometimes it drops right back down to normal again. Other times it bounces up and down for a while. Then it will drive flawlessly for a few days. Maybe it's got hormone issues. Who knows? I would like to back flush the whole cooling system, but I need containers for the old rad fluid. And I admit it, it would be great to have help doing this. That person doesn't need to have a penis. Although many humans that have mechanical know-how are of the male persuasion. Taking it to a shop with a mystery problem goes against my thrifty nature. Maybe I should call and ask how much to back flush the system instead of asking them to diagnose it. A friend of a friend offered to douse it in gasoline and resolve the problem permanently. Thanks, but I'm not quite there yet. One of the best backyard mechanics I know wasn't born with a penis, but sports one now. Named Trisha at birth, and now Tristan, this good friend of mine is one of the most resourceful people I know. Growing up fast, six feet tall and 200 pounds by sixth grade in a large Catholic family has made for an interesting life. He told me how he could barely fit in the seats at Catholic school and would get into trouble because of how the uniform skirt fit. Hmm, what would Jesus say? I look forward to seeing him when he gets into town. He's been trying to diagnose my mystery problem from afar. Bless his heart. One of my cleans is a post-punk mom somewhere in her late 30s, early 40s. She and her hubby live in a compact three-bedroom in a housing co-op. She has one daughter from a previous marriage who's around six or seven, another around four, and a set of twins one and a half years old with her current hubby. Her mom, a total rock star, got her the bi-weekly two-hour clean when the twins came along. There are so many toys spilling out everywhere. Eco-conscious toys, wool felt booties, and lambskin throws abound. Holy crap, I do not know what I would do with all those kids. Self-medication is a given. One time I went outside to ask her about something, and she tried to hide the vape she had been sucking on. I thought to myself, no shame on my account. I'm impressed you don't have Mickey's of booze hidden in every room. She is an artist, and her past work is hung up nicely around. But I don't see a working studio space for her. She was gearing up to take a math course at a local university. More power to you, sister. Better you than me. 
Ah, the female life, where finding your way can be challenging. Our bodies do these strange things. I've noticed now that I'm in my 50s, gulp, that I sometimes smell different. I've got a keen sense of smell, and I like knowing that my snatch smells just like it should. On occasion, when I get these weird smells, my clit becomes the epicenter of an intense burning sensation that strikes like lightning and then is gone immediately. I wonder if my clit has become a sprinkler head for super irritating hormones. Just what is going on? These are the things I think about while cleaning floors along with memorizing which spots are not coming off these beautiful parquet floors because some lazy-ass painter couldn't be bothered to put down drop cloths. Or even taking a damp cloth after painting that area and easily wiping off the paint before it adheres forevermore to the floor, or even worse, to bathtubs. For the love of God, is nothing sacred? In my tiny basement apartment, there is one area that has hideous shag carpeting and some donkey taped off the baseboards but got paint on the other side of the tape on the carpet. How do you even do something that stupid? As Vizzini would say, INCONCEIVABLE!